0: Welcome to the Feeding and Leading Podcast, featuring Todd Fisher and Andy Taylor, a podcast for church leaders focusing on expository preaching, pastoral
1: leadership, and ministry. Are you listening? Are you listening? Good. Welcome to the Feeding and Leading Podcast. I'm Andy Taylor, I'm the regional ministry partner. Of the NC Central Region, and I am joined by Dr. Todd Fisher, the Executive Director, Treasurer of Oklahoma Baptist, who challenged me to just do something different in the introduction. Boy, did you
0: do it! That was an unorthodox opening to this episode. Well, you are listening,
1: they are. No, yep. I mean,
0: I mean you. That's not like the old uh, what was that sitcom? Fraser Crane. You know, I'm listening.
1: <laughs> Did no. you just compare me to Fraser Crane? Um, that was probably a bad analogy. Way like seventy five percent of the people who are listening won't get that. Yeah, but yeah. We're old. We're yeah, old. yeah. Hey, I, I. This is great. I'm I'm excited about this podcast today, Todd, because, you know the the truth is is that <clears throat> you know we've talked about for some time that. We were kind of, as Oklahoma Baptist, as Southern Baptist. We were kind of getting toward maybe a little bit of danger area when it came to the number of of people surrendering to the call to ministry, bringing new pastors in, seeing more young people um, sensing a call to to pastoral ministry. Dangerous and not having enough. Not and not yes, having enough. Right. right. Uh, We were behind the curve, if you want to say it that way. Yeah, and I I think we're there still. We are. Yes. Although I will tell you, I've been very encouraged as I've been driving around the state to see not only the quality, but also the quantity Mm -hmm. of the young pastors that we have in in Oklahoma. It's just been so encouraging. But today, we want to talk about, as a pastor, what what would you do? What should you do? How can you assist if— Someone in your congregation, one of your friends, somebody that you know, somebody you went to school with, whatever, uh, begins to voice, vocalize the possibility that God is calling them into ministry. How do you guide them as a pastor? Mm -hmm. We talk about how pastors guide people in a lot of different ways, how we counsel people in a lot of different ways. But how do you counsel someone who is expressing a a call to ministry? So we're going to talk about that today. Um, Largely, what we're going to do is borrow from uh, Dr. Jason Allen, his book uh, called Discerning Your Call to Ministry. Uh, Dr. Allen's the president of Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. So uh, we're going to do that and and just kind of jump into it and, and talk about it. Yeah, so I think this is good
0: to do something that's very specific. So what we're going to do today is not, Are you called to ministry? Right. It's you're a pastor or you're a you're a church leader yeah. and you have someone in your church that yeah. feels or is trying to work through discern yeah. a call to ministry as their leader how do you help a person who is trying to discern that call i think yeah. it, it's something we don't talk about all. No. we we usually we usually kind of turn that towards the person
1: that yeah. you know themselves right so pastor well, so, i i would say pastor you might want to get your student minister to listen to this one, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, we see a lot of young people who begin to struggle with that kind of thing. So we're we're going to join in, uh, jump into this, and and what we're going to do, Todd, uh, I think would be good is is just explore some questions, uh, questions that are are kind of posed for us uh, in in this book, discerning your call to ministry, and, uh, and and try to equip some pastors to to be able to do that. So I, I think the first thing. If somebody comes to me – Todd, let me say it this way. If somebody comes to you, maybe it's an invitation, maybe it's you know just during the week and they make an appointment and they want to talk to you as the pastor and they say, I think – I don't know, I'm struggling with this. I think I might be called to ministry. How do I know? Mm-hmm. How do I know? How do you help that person? <clears throat> I, I think a good
0: starting place with that person is to help them think about that inward and outward call to ministry. So the inward call is, do you sense from God, you know, in your heart that he's calling you to ministry? Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes is hard to uh, discern and articulate, obviously, because it's not an easy thing to discern. Hey, is God calling me into ministry? And, and, And I would just say, too, that's not easy at at really any stage, because some we, we could be talking about high school students here, or you could be talking about an adult in your church. Absolutely. You know, a lot of times a pastor is going to have a 50-year-old businessman in his church that comes up to him and says, hey, I've really been growing in my walk with the Lord, really growing closer to Jesus. And, you know, I'm kind of just working through. Is he calling me to give up my business and go into ministry full time? Yeah. And uh, that's a whole other kind of ballpark, but that inward outward call I think is still the same. So, is God calling you inwardly? And then the outward aspect of it is: Are there people in your life that are affirming that God may be calling you into ministry? Yeah. Um, you know, and and you know that by just little comments people make, like, "Wow, you're really good at." Yeah. Or well, I could see you being a pastor, being a student, whatever. Um, so I, I think if God is calling you, you're going to have you're going to have this in, intense desire. I think Jason Allen, as he uses that phrase, an intense desire to want to do ministry. We'll unpack I think what that actually looks like. In yeah. An intense desire to do ministry. Yeah. Do you have that inwardly, and are there people? in your life that are affirming that um yeah. I I don't, don't want to hog everything here but you know let I'm just going to let's just get to one of the most difficult things that a pastor can do on this deal right here and let let's just be real honest and and try to be real helpful there going to be times when somebody comes to you as a pastor and says hey I think God's calling me to ministry and you're like, boy, I don't yeah, Inside think so. you're like, ooh. Uh either either there's something that they're not qualified, you know, to do that. Yeah. Um There's a character I, issue. You know, like like yeah. Um, you know, we we had a person one time and uh came to me and and said, I, I think God made me calling me to to like, like to ministry. Oh, okay, great. Like, what, what, what kind of? What do you kind of think? And this person said, like, like maybe like senior adult ministry. Uh, oh, okay, senior adult ministry. And then they kind of just began to say, yeah, but basically, I'm afraid of old people. And then said, I'm afraid to, I'm afraid to touch old people, like give them a hug or something, because I'm afraid I'll hurt them. And that was a genuine like phobia of this person. And I just had to be honest with this guy and say, look, if 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 that's the case with you, I don't think God's really calling you to senior adult ministry. But there could be things just about a person's background. There could be things about a person's personality. Maybe they're a very caustic or acerbic kind of personality. Mm-hmm. And that those things don't automatically mean a person isn't called to ministry. But I guess the point I'm really trying to make is— You need to be very honest. You need to be kind. You need to be loving. You need to be helpful. But it is a a a dangerous, disingenuous thing for if someone comes to you as a pastor and says, "Hey, I think God's calling me to ministry," and you got a big old check in your spirit about that, for you to just say, Mm -hmm. "Oh, yeah, okay, I'll just go with the flow" because I don't want to hurt their feelings or whatever. Yeah, Uh, you know, I think they've come
1: to you for help, and you need to really give them that. Yeah, I. We, as pastors, have to uphold that it is a high standard mm-hmm. and a high calling. and and the standard of character for ministry, as as laid out in all kinds of scriptures, of course, 1 Timothy three, mm-hmm. um, Titus, you know other places, we can't back up from that. So I think that this is an important question. That we have to post to that person. If you're helping them, you know, you you already brought up the first question. You know, well, listen. Do you have this desire to do ministry? Well, that's a good thing. That's, I mean, we're told in First Timothy three that we we should want to aspire to it. But the, I think quickly behind that, we have to, we have to. I hate to use this word, but we have to kind of be the judge of their character, mm-hmm. and, and we got to be real with somebody about that.
0: Yeah, and and. Just look at First
1: Timothy three, one to
0: seven and just look at some of the vocabulary in here. Right. You know, people that are gonna be qualified I mean, you know, people they're gonna be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless. You know, uh there's just a long vocabulary list in here that that speaks about the high standard, as you said, of, of the character of someone who's called to ministry. Now, obviously, even the minister is not perfect.
1: Not perfect. Obviously. Yeah. No.
0: But there is a high standard that, you know, and there's a reason why why the scriptures, let, let not many of you become teachers. That's right. There is a standard here and an yeah. accountability here. And I think we need to help people as they come to us discerning a call to ministry. We need to not candy coat that right and we need to make that hit the scripture has a very high standard for those people who who are serving the church right the office of of,
1: uh, in the office of the church and todd it's not only affecting it's not only your character in essence i'll say it this way it's not only your character but but the scripture tells us that we those who are called to ministry again not being perfect but we have to look at our household as well Mm Right? So I'll just give you an example. I had a guy I love dearly that I discipled. He's growing in his faith. And by the way, I think that we also need to discern between someone who is just very excited about growing in their faith and, and interpreting that to mean that they're called to ministry. Mm-hmm. Listen, brothers, we want everybody to be growing and excited in their faith, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that everyone is receiving that inward call of That's God right. to ministry.
0: And everyone is a minister
1: That's right. in, in that That's sense. Right. They have a ministry. But we're talking about those who vocational. are vocationally mm-hmm. called by God. But this idea of having your household, this guy came to me and, and he said, I, I think that God is calling me into full-time ministry. And, and I, I knew that there was a massive problem hmm. between him and his wife. hmm And that's not me being nosy as a person. That's me, him being honest with me as a pastor. Mm -hmm. And and listen, (laughs) going into the ministry doesn't fix things like that, and that's not what we should do. Mm -hmm. But we as pastors, when we're helping people, we have to have the courage to be honest, to say, you know, that may be true. Let's continue to work in this area. Right. You know, whether it's character or your household or whatever it might be and and And, let's continue to work there and mm-hmm. and then maybe we can be that's more good. discerning that's good, you know another thing i I think goes a little bit
0: to the outward inward idea of call is to help someone as they're discerning their call you know to think about do you have a giftedness to teach to preach yes do, do you have the gifts that are that pertain to ministry yeah and uh you know if you you know um Okay, a person comes to you and says, hey, I think God may be calling me to to be a pastor, but I really don't like preaching. I really don't like being in front of people. Well, that's that's problematic. It is. Because that's a huge part of being a pastor, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I think someone saying, hey, I think God's given me these gifts uh, for ministry, and then other people in their life affirming that. Right. Um, that's an important thing. Okay, let, let's shift gears just a touch. Sure, That is such an important part of a call to ministry, and that's loving people. <laughs> and, and and I mentioned this earlier. Yeah. You know, sometimes a person may have kind of a caustic or an acerbic kind of personality. They may be real short-tempered with people. They may be really highly opinionated. Um, I mean, you know, let's face it. We, the, there are certain kind of those kind of traits that it's going to be very hard for you to make it long in ministry um, because in ministry, people are going to say some ugly things to you. People are going to, they're going to mistreat you. Um, now, people are going to be great to you as well. Do you have a temperament that you can love people even when they are not very loving to you? Can you be self-controlled? Can you be self so, Yes. Can you put a guard over your mouth? Can do you, Can you go? Can you have that filter? And you know, uh, I think everybody listen. We all know people in ministry didn't have that filter very well, and weren't very self controlled, and uh, they they don't make it long in ministry, or they don't make it long in, in in a single spot in ministry. So that and and that this thing of I think you you are called to ministry. You know, you can love people even when they are unloving yeah,
1: or unlovable. There's a reason why Jesus and Peter uses the analogy of being a shepherd. That's right. Yeah? That's
0: right, because sheep yeah. can stink and they can
1: be hard-headed. Yeah. Um, so
0: in, 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 in ministry, if, if you're not careful, if you're not really called to it and gifted by and graced by God, you can get – you can get jaded and stilted real, real quick yeah. towards not only people but towards the church and maybe even God Himself. Yeah, and um, and I think those that are really called to ministry, there is a a, a gift. There's there's a grace that God gives to those mm-hmm. that He calls that helps them to love people who are unloving and unlovable sometimes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If you can't, you know, <clears throat> I hate. I'm just going to be honest. With you. I hate 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 the joke. Well, ministry would be great if it weren't for the people. Mm-hmm. People stop that. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. The people is why you're in ministry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's some other things that that that, that Alan brings up. Yeah. Um I think you, you you've got to have some kind of passion here for the Great Commission, for the gospel. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what ministry really is. And it's not necessarily always evangelism, but it doesn't matter what you're doing in ministry. You're pointing people to the gospel, and you're pointing people to Jesus. And if you're not passionate that that the only hope in this world, the thing we've all got to be uh, going for is Jesus and the gospel, then yeah. – uh, you know, that, that's something you got to factor in. And, you, and so I think if you're counseling someone who's discerning a call, probe that some. You know, tell me, tell me about your passion for, for evangelism, great yeah. commission, the gospel. Does it really fire you up to yeah. see? Because, you know, I don't, I don't know a pastor that's really called to being a pastor that doesn't get fired up at the thought of somebody getting saved Absolutely. and baptized and yeah. discipled. And if that doesn't really fire you up, then I don't know. I yeah. wonder about that call to ministry. Yeah,
1: if if you're thinking that that pastoring a church is um just a matter of um, you know a, a little mix of comforting the afflicted and and being a really good leader of a quasi business, this this is not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. This is not what uh, Paul is telling Timothy, "Right, that's that, right. That's not the church, that's and, right. and that's a disaster."
0: Uh, I think another good one that Alan mentions here is to ask a person that you're counseling about a call to ministry, um, are they engaged in ministry? Yeah, currently, right now, right now, are uh, you doing something? I, yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. if you're called to ministry, man, you're you're out sharing your faith right now. You're you're. Uh, I don't I don't think someone's really called to ministry if they only come to church once a month. <laughs> right. You know, they're just some kind of marginal attender of church. And then, mm-hmm. you know, s- some young person's like, well, I'm trying to think about my vocational decisions, and I can't really think of anything. Pastoring so looks like an easy job. Pastoring looks Oh, like yeah, go, a, go ahead know, and try that I'll for just, a while. <laughs> you know, uh, I, don't, I just try—no, you know, if you're not called to this, you ain't going to make it long. But people that are really called to ministry are actually doing ministry of some kind, yeah, you know even if they're a high school student they're, s- they're actively sharing their faith they're yeah. teaching they're teaching the the Bible club at school or whatever it might be.
1: I still remember the day that I expressed to my church back in Tulsa that i i I sensed a call to ministry by the way, they all knew it before I did, yeah I mean they yeah. were Right. Yeah. What took you so long? That's right. <laughs> but I remember um, the pastor talking to me about it <clears throat> and asking me what I was. You know, what I was. What are you doing right now? And and I was a part of teaching Sunday school, and I was going out on visitation. For those of you who don't know what visitation is. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, We used to take one night a week and we'd go knock on doors. Uh, You know, asking me about all these – and I was already – because I wasn't – because I was already engaged in these things, God was using that as, as a vehicle to bring me through that call and to understand it and discern it. Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um a couple of other real quick things where we kind of get to some more practical
0: matters on this. Yeah. Um is this person willing to defend the faith, contend for the faith? Yeah. Or uh, do they, you know, hey, you got to be really passionate about the Bible, passionate about scripture, doctrine. Um yeah. And, and and are you willing in the face of a culture that's very opposed to to biblical concepts and and
1: theology? Yeah. Uh, are you willing to take a stand for that yeah well let's think about this the pastoral epistles the vast majority of them the predominant topic yeah. there in the pastoral epistles is it's fending off that's right false teachers it's very apologetic yeah, yeah. so th- so that Im- that not only implies i mean it's explicit yeah. that we as those who are called to pastor have to be prepared prepared to confront error, mm-hmm. and to proclaim truth.
0: Right. And the last one here uh, is is to kind of help probe a person a person that comes to you called the ministry p- kind of probe this idea with them mm. of of surrender. Hey, are you are you willing to you know you go anywhere? A, you have a dream Do of be, having this job one day. It's going to make you five hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. you ain't doing that in ministry. Are are you willing to surrender a lucrative paycheck? Are you willing to live anywhere God's called you to? Yeah. Or you know, and I know with there there's that whole, you know, oh, God's going to call me to Africa. That's another kind of worn out trope. Yeah. Uh sometimes. Yeah. But are are you there's there is a lot of surrender and sacrifice and serving in the ministry.
1: Yeah, and by the way, that doesn't come just up front at, mm-hmm. the, at the beginning of, of that first call. Right. We all know that comes that comes at different points in your area in your time of ministry. Yep. I mean, God called you to be the executive director treasurer of Oklahoma Baptist. You were mm-hmm. you were perfectly fine at right. Emanuel Baptist Church in Shawnee. Right. Right. You know, God called me from Trinity Baptist Church. In Chickasha, to go back into the military mm-hmm. to be a minister to those in uniform, mm-hmm. so we have to constantly be prepared and and be willing to say That's yes right. to God at any time.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a death to self in that, as yeah. it should be with any of us yeah. who are Christ followers. That's okay. Right. Few minutes left. Let's talk about some practical things. Yeah. All right. So, let, what let's, do you need to do, pastor? Let's go to the next step. Yeah. Let's say you're a pastor and you got a person that's come to you, yep. young person, any age person. Yep. They've come to you and they've said, "Hey, I feel
1: called to ministry," and you are like, "Yep, I, I agree with that." What's what? What do you do? First thing I want to do is I want to get them involved in ministry, and 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 that may be. It may be that I'm going to say, hey, I need, I need someone to help lead this area. More than likely, what I, what I would prefer to do at that is I'd say, I want them to come and go with me. Mm-hmm. So go with me to make a hospital visit. Right. Go with me uh, as we're going to do an evangelistic um, uh, visit mm-hmm. with someone. And, and so that I can – so they can w- observe, watch – me, and so that I can observe and coach them. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. Let's take – get them involved in a Sunday school class. Give them one Sunday to teach a lesson. Right. You know? Right. Maybe it's somebody that you've already seen the giftedness that they have. Let them preach on Sunday night. Give them opportunities. Yeah. That's right. Get they them They need reps. That's right. And there is a sense in which you got,
0: you got someone called to ministry. Uh, you you got to throw them in the pool. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Uh, No. Don't throw them in the deep end of the pool. Right. Right. Um, Show them where the steps are to walk down. You got to get them in the water. Yeah. And the best way to learn how to do ministry is to do ministry. That's right. And 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 and, yeah, we've all made mistakes. We we've all done some dumb things. But uh, hopefully, you know, the the people of God are going to be patient with you on that kind of thing. But uh, you got to give people. An opportunity. You can't say, okay, now you got to do this and do this, and you got to go to seminary before we're ever even going to let you preach or ever going to let you. And I mentioned seminary. I think another thing you can do for someone that's called to ministry is to to encourage them to prepare for that. It's going to look different for different people. Um, maybe not everyone's going to go to seminary. If I, th- I highly encourage seminary. Um, well, it might be someone where they could go to the Haskins School
1: yeah. here at Oklahoma Baptists. But you know, even that looks different than it did for you and I when we went right. back in the early 90s. I mean, it's just, there's so many for options and yeah. availability now. That's right. It's just amazing, yeah. And I think kind of the last thing
0: is is, is just really invest in them. Uh, spend yeah. time with them. Yeah. Uh, read a book with them.
1: But— uh, Talk about how to prepare a sermon. <laughs> yeah. Um, shameless plug. Use these podcasts and
0: and, and, and help <laughs> yeah. them
1: to learn how to do an introduction, yeah. a conclusion, right. an invitation. Right. Build the body. Find the CIT. Yep. Uh, how to do grief counseling, whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the yeah. end of the day, invest in them. And yes. I think the worst thing the pastor yeah. can
0: do is you got someone called to ministry— in your church, and you just don't, you just don't, you just kind of give him a pat on the back. Oh, okay, that's great. No, hope you find God a way. in His sovereignty yeah. has put that person in your church, called to ministry, and I think you have a responsibility that you need to act on. There. You know, I think
1: I don't know if you're actually using this as your verse of the year or something like that, but you talked about First Corinthians eleven one. Oh, about imitation. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is a perfect place for that man. Yep. Yep, that's yeah, that's right.
0: That's right. We want them to uh, we want to be an example to them yeah. and invest in them. Yeah. All right, so let's yeah. let's close. The book we've kind of focused on today is by Jason Allen. Yeah. It's called Discerning Your Call to Ministry. Right. Uh How to Know for Sure and What to Do About It. Um and again, some of these are kind of written more to the person who's being called, yeah. but the the point's still a uh, cross over for a pastor you yeah. can kind of work with. It. Another new book that Shane Pruitt and Scott Pace have written yep, right is called Calling Out the Called. Yeah and um, you know Scott's near and dear to us. He was a professor at OBU for many years and now is at Southeastern Seminary. Shane Pruitt. Um, is the next-gen guy for Nam and many, yeah. many people love and appreciate him. He preaches at Falls Creek every summer.
1: He, yeah, he'll actually be here in, very shortly. And to he'll be, be at, at our advanced, advanced conference. conference.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Uh, But those are two guys that Oklahoma Baptists know and love. And,
1: and by the way, Scott wrote another book. That's that, part of the Hobbes College. That's part of the Hobbes yeah, College that's, that's right. just about calling that's ministry. That's right. Yeah.
0: But those two books in particular, this one by yeah. Jason Allen, that one by Pace and Pruitt, yeah. Those are great. And, and I would encourage all pastors to have a little stock of these books on hand. Yeah. That when you got somebody that comes to you and says, hey, I think I'm called to ministry, well, let's talk about it. And also, you need to read this book, or let's read this book together and yeah. walk through it
1: together. work through these questions.
0: Really good stuff. Practice. Good stuff. Okay, yeah. out of time. Thanks, y'all, for listening. We will catch you next time. This episode of Feeding and Leading has been brought to you by the Cooperative Program and Oklahoma Baptists. Visit us at oklahomabaptist.org or your preferred podcast platform. Oklahoma Baptists, advancing the gospel together.